You're muted, Alex. You have to unmute yourself. Oh no, I muted myself. Sorry about that, everybody. But anyway, I'm glad. happy I'm hump glad day, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Enjoy a, a second set of this, uh, <laughs> powered by Betsperts, where your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Now you can hear me. I'm Alex Christensen. Andy, no hat today. A lot of changes. It's kind of a weird Wednesday, but we'll get we'll we'll get through. I got a haircut yesterday. You know, you got to show off the haircut. Get the old uh, silver fox fade on the sides here. Ooh. Looking good, feeling good, ready to go. Two and zero in postseason baseball bets now, which helps because I believe there was a offshore that offered like no vig outrights for for baseball this year, mm-hmm. and I took the I took some small positions on the Brewers and the Rays. So not good so far on futures for baseball, but the baseball bet two underdogs, two winners, no sweat winner with the Astros. They move on. I actually had some Astros to win that series. I just I found an off-market price at one point that I'm pretty sure I was getting free rolled on. Did not. They paid it out. So congratulations <laughs> nice. to me there. And there's, yes, Patrick in the chat. Grand Salami over was a roller coaster. We were sitting with 10 <laughs> minutes left in the game. The first game, we had two goals, ended up with eight. And then the, uh, so we only needed four out of the second one, got there. So the, the yeah, the, the Salami was 11 and a half. Ask me how I know. Uh, <laughs> that, did, that did get there. I even, uh, again, shout out to Andy McNeil, who we had on the deep dive last week, talk hockey. He gave out some props yesterday on whatever show he was on. I took a couple, put them in a prize picks entry, and I am undefeated on hockey prize picks now, too. So thanks to Brad Marchessault and uh, one other guy, one other guy from Tampa who took some shots on goals. They won. Good job. Good job to them. Like I said, the White Sox are done. Houston moves on to face Boston, whom they will host because Boston was a wild card team. Mm-hmm. The Braves are moving on, and I think that series will de- where that's based out of will depend on the winner because the Dodgers are a wild card team, so the Braves would host. But the Giants are certainly a higher seed based on how many wins they had, so the Giants would be definitely hosting that one. And not all the games, you know how baseball works. Like, don't go back. And no, I don't. Home home field advantage and whatnot. <laughs> Tennis was an easy winner. Our guy, our guy, our gal, Helena Ostapenko just trucked through that match. She's a decent favorite today as well. Well, actually, we had the under. It was one bet that I gave out that won Andy and one that yeah. I didn't. I know I went back and forth. Well, she trucked think... for the under. Hopefully, that's so, – well, it was a different match, too. It was Azarenka Sastovich. We had the under. Andy's all confused, folks. It's okay. It's a messy oh, day. Did they both hit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you I, bet I, You I bet, bet the Ostapenko under all, all on your own. I don't know if you did that I on purpose or if that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was good, yeah. So we did well on that. Again, got another play that, that I didn't – I did end up sprinkling a little bit on it live. I could help myself. So hopefully you guys took some Ostapenko. But the Azarenka Siniakova under um, was pretty smooth sailing. Not too much today. You know, as we get down to the end of these tournaments, usually this is kind of where we are on Friday and Saturday. Um, we started the tournament in the middle of last week. There's just not too many matches. We've got two today. I was talking to Andy earlier. You know, these money lines are all about 10 cents or so off of where I'd be. Pagul is a small favorite over Azarenka. That's one of our outrights. Ostapenko, close to minus 150 over Shelby Rogers, feels about right. You know, tomorrow, and we'll see if anything changes here. Contevate Jabor is right about a pick on Bedosa, minus 140 over Kerber. And all the total sitting at 21 and a half, just 
hard for me to figure out what to do there. But you know, we take a look at some of the outrights here, Andy, and we're in good shape. We've got those names at the top, Contivate and Pagula at 30 to 1 or better. But you can see it's pretty close, and it's going to be a fun finish. As you know, as you think about the lines that I was talking about in those four matches, four very close matches. And I think, you know, even as they progress, I don't think we'll see anybody get out to be a favorite of more than say 150, 160 at this point. Pretty feel pretty good again. Contivate's got a nice match against Jabor. That I think honestly is going to be the toughest match for her until she meets Pagula, hopefully in the final. Pagula's playing as a rank, a little nervous that she's a favorite, but a lot of respect for her. Fika, very good player. I, you know, if there's anybody that I would bet on here, probably as a rank at six to one, I think that she's the best player kind of in that bottom section there. I thought about maybe adding a little bit of her as a hedge for Pagula or Contivate, but didn't like the number enough to make a move on it. So we'll see how it goes. Again, I like our two outrights to move forward. But if you have a chance to bet this and you're looking for something on this list, if you miscontivate Pagula, maybe grab a little Lazarenka at 6-1 to one or better. That's not the worst idea. She's playing well. She looks uh, fine. Her, uh, doing it for baby Leo. And, yeah, there's not a not a long, long shot. Like Shelby Rogers at 12-1, I guess. But it is kind of evenly matched here once we are now into the quarterfinals of this and with uh, some of the big, big names obviously falling out. It turned into a weird tournament right off the get-go. Even once we got into the round of 16, it was like, oh, everybody's gone. This is this is goofy. So it's it's fun, though. There's still a lot of – it's not like these are bad tennis players. There's still a lot of good tennis to be played, and especially the, uh, the men's side as well. I think Drew is going – maybe tonight or tomorrow one of these days he has some tickets because it's not too far from his california coastal mansion or wherever he lives out there <laughs> down in the lbc um little cj cup not too far east actually vegas vegas is not i don't know as far from la is it like north like four hours four and a half hours i'm gonna have to, gonna to, have to look east. at a map east maybe a little north a little north um cj cup going to be played i took some outrights i took a top 20 a top 10 yesterday i have a few looks for matchups i haven't gotten to everything yet i'll probably have some round one stuff i don't think there's some a wave advantage i think we're going to be just you know just pretty normal play throughout the day again kind of an easy course a uh, couple underdogs here though jason kokrak yeah, he, he won this last year. He's obviously he's suited well for this course. He's somebody I've backed in the past. I hit an outright on him last season, which was this year. But over Paul Casey, Casey's a guy I back here and there. But if his putter isn't going, this one is a ugly dog. I like this a lot. Like, I have Kokrak favored here. Gooch, another guy I've backed quite a bit over my my man, Harold Varner III. This one kind of hurts. HV3. But, I have this price pretty much spot on, but HV3 had a baby like two days ago. Like, is, if I had a if I had a baby two days ago and then I went to Vegas, I'd I'd be worried about what my wife was going to do to me. So, <laughs> just a little bit of a little bit of an angle. There. Might be out of his yeah. rhythm. So yeah, you don't he, believe in the power of dad strength because some guys no, have the kid and need, then blitz the tournament week. the week after. Yeah, you need another week. Like it can't be this next soon. week. Like, he sh next should week, have taken this weekend off, but there's a lot of money. So yeah, he either wins this tournament or he it's a not in cut, so he's not going to miss the cut. But or Gooch blitzes his ass, and then Johnson. He's like, is this Zach? John? No, this is Dustin Johnson as an underdog to Justin Thomas. Dustin over Justin here, plus one hundred three. I just can't get here. Justin Thomas has won this tournament several times, but current form, especially how I think about their putters, I'm going to take DJ as the dog here and make this about minus 110 to DJ. 
I think you shop around to other places, you're going to find he is uh, a worse price than this for a reason. So if you can find plus money on this, and uh, I like Dustin Johnson over Justin Thomas, and yes, the new dad goal bump in hockey is for sure real. Same thing I with mean, mom's trips, dad's trips. How often do you get to bet just Dustin Johnson as an underdog? I can't imagine it's very often. Oh, it's it's not really all that often. He has to be against a pretty high end name player and either playing like shit or that guy won the tournament. Like I guess Justin Thomas is getting a bump here, and I don't I don't really care for his game, especially here. So yeah, as an underdog, I like this one a lot. Those three, I'll probably have some more out this afternoon. I'm gonna play some round one, some round one stuff too as well. I like it. It is uh, what day of the week is it? It's hump day, and hump day, I believe, is the middle. And the middle is that Wednesday, the one where it's got that like D in there that, that um, George Steinbrenner can't figure out. They do spell it funny, and I think it goes back to Wednesday. the Norse spellings of things. But it is uh, the final win total Wednesday until we get to a different sport, I guess. Hockey started too. We can't really do hockey when those are. Yeah, it's, I, I, I guess we could do baseball. Maybe we'll have somebody on for win total Wednesday for baseballs, but that'll probably be the next time, Andy. I don't know. Premier League's already started. There's no college win totals. Anyway, that's I points, think it is. That's point totals, final too. We need total. to get sponsored by PointsBet to do those. PointsBet total <laughs> Wednesdays. PointsBet total Thursday, something like that. Either way, Ooh, last man. win total Wednesday of the season. You have a, a good one for us because you have a nice plus money on this as well on another prop. Love the Toronto Raptors this year. Not only that sweet retro logo great work by dan there to get the old raptor there i just love that i wish they would use that more often they do use it quite a bit but i think this raptors team is in line for some huge positive regression for a few reasons number one they tanked shamelessly at the end of the year last year if you go look at the last month or so of their schedule last year it was absolutely tremendous how many games they lost you know guys like ojan and nobi um you know anyone really that showed any sign of any sort of possible injury was just rushed to the bench um, you know, I'm looking here, they won one of their last 10 games basically to finish the season. So I expect them obviously to try a lot harder. Um, you know, as you look at a lot of these markets, they build in the last season numbers. They don't really do a, a good job of adjusting for things like tanking. Basically, you know, they kind of assume the Raptors are as bad as they were last year. And we know that's not true. The other thing, Andy, they're finally going to have a home court game. They didn't have a single game in Toronto last year. They played in Florida for their home games, traveled all season long. As you can see, a lot of the players, you know, especially guys like Pascal Siakam, really struggled with that adjustment. And Toronto is one of the better home court advantages. Now, I don't know what that's going to be like, given the restrictions and things. But historically speaking, it's not quite as good as Miami. But it's not too far away from that, Andy, if people know what I'm talking about. But um, I think those two things obviously give us a huge bump over what happened last year. As I start to look at the roster again qualitatively here, I think that losing Kyle Lowry obviously is a big deal. But uh, as an older player, it's going to give him a chance to give some of these younger guys more minutes. Goran Dragic wasn't terribly excited to start but we'll see what nick nurse and the team can do with him fred van vliet will be there and you know all the leadership of lowry will be there you have mostly the same team we'll have og ananobi someone i bet to be the most improved player if you want to see i did a preview of that over at ace nba previews but i like ananobi this year as an mip candidate at some big numbers pascal siakam um, just can't possibly shoot the ball any worse than he did last year and again i think he'll be more comfortable being able to play in toronto where he spent a lot of time training you look at scotty barnes who they took at the 
fourth pick. He's having a really nice preseason, which again, I know it's preseason, but has shown a lot of the aptitude that we were hoping to see from him. I think he could be a really nice piece off the bench. He's someone I've actually considered for rookie of the year. The number's just not very big. Um, Gary Trent Jr. is a nice young player. They're bigs. Ken Birch and Chris Boucher can really cover the basket and protect the rim. It's just a really nice team top to bottom. And you have Nick Nurse, one of the better coaches. I think this team could be devastating defensively and will have enough offensively. And again, we've got all these things going forward as I start to look at some other things. Their schedule, Andy, pretty easy. They only have one six and nine. They have no five and sevens. Um, they're in kind of the little less than average in terms of three and four back to backs. They have some of the easiest travel schedules and things like that. Just really like the way it's stacking up here for Toronto. As I start to look at my projections, it's hard for me to get them honestly, as I tweak things less than 37, 38 games. And I have them right at 39. I think they could be as high as 41, 42. So like them over 35 and a half, you might find some 36 and a half poke around. There's some variance in these numbers book to book. And then to make the playoffs, there are some huge differences in this number. I was able to find actually plus 280. There's some plus 250s out there. It's as low as plus 150. So, again, look around. Uh, books have done, to a varying degree, good and bad jobs at updating some of these numbers and making sure they're kind of in line with where everyone else is. So poke around, but you should be able to do at least as good as plus 200 to make the playoffs, which is where I like that. So Raptors optimism. Go Toronto. I, I can get down there. Yeah, they get their thing. They get to be – back at home they're no longer a, a vagabond team spending which oh some of those guys like oh man we gotta go back to canada which honestly toronto's a nice city from when i was there um a couple quick, hockey hall of fame they got all the they got a goal the goalie mask there it's really cool and if, well the, the u.s hockey hall of fame's in minnesota in eveleth that's the International Hockey Hall of Fame, which I do not recognize. <laughs> I do recognize as a proud Minnesotan. A little, yeah, a little bit of math on uh, some teasers this weekend. Not a lot of good teaser legs in the standard six-point teaser legs. Anyone who's ever followed along with the math knows crossing the three and the seven at minus one ten is kind of where you need to be. And there is a little bit of a secondary teaser at, at oh, crossing the ten, getting to the six. That is not as good of an angle, but it does pay sometimes. There is math for the six and a half point teaser and the seven point teaser. You should be getting minus 120 and minus 130 on those respectively to be able to take advantage of them. And the Colts and the Panthers are sitting in a spot where the seven point teaser is able to be used this week. So when you're at when you're at a nine and a half, you take the seven and point teaser, you take it down to a two and a half. Okay. When you're at a one, you know, when when you're at a one, you can take that one up to eight. That you know, you're not often going to find a uh, a point five. That's not really a thing. I don't think we have ever seen it's just to pick them because we don't have oh, we do have ties in the NFL. So I guess I'm not sure why they don't do that. I'm sure there's some reason, but when you are in a one or a nine and a half, you can use a seven point teaser again. If you're paying like minus 150, minus 160 for this, it's not as good. It's not going to be worth the, – the juice is not worth the squeeze. You do need to find somewhere that only charges you 130 for this, but I like both of these teams in this spot. Colts, I kind of I kind of mentioned it with my prize picks entry last week. I liked what they're doing with the running backs, even though somehow it turned into the Marlon Mack show. But, again, anybody who ran the ball ran the ball pretty decent. That defense for Baltimore maybe is more of an issue than people are thinking, but Wentz 
looked half decent for a guy who has multiple injured in- ankles. I think maybe they're just healing up here. So, and the, the Colts are in kind of a sweet spot for, you know, as far as things go, as far as playing a team at the right time with the amount of injuries uh, they're going to be facing. Maybe the only team that's, that's better than that, or, or just p- facing a bad team. I'm actually, I was thinking of the Rams facing the Giants. What a sweet spot for them on the road when, after everyone gets injured, there's another spot. Maybe you can tease with a six pointer uh, Panthers up from one to the eight at home versus Minnesota. Minnesota has had some issues on defense. I don't love some of the things I've seen from the Panthers offense, but nice get right spot for here. Um, get get right spot for them. And I don't think Darnold's all that bad. I think some of the hype was too high. The first few weeks they got to the, you know, the peak of their, you know, their range. And now they've come back down to earth. They're probably about where they should be, but I have them as a slight favorite this game. So I kind of like this one as well. I don't see this game getting too out of control and uh, Minnesota on the road. I'm not in love with right now either. So Colts Panthers, seven point teaser. Um, Rick daddy's asking, there's some locals that have it. Uh, Bet DSI has it. Yeah. Um, you're, you're honestly probably gonna have to find a paper head at this point none of the none of the legal books are really giving you the a decent price on teasers right now it's it's uh it's it's tough out there for a teaser an offshore did you check any offshores like does does chris or bookmaker do anything nice for this <laughs> chris used to do a thing where you'd put a teaser in and it would be minus 110 and then if you put a long teaser in it would be minus 120 like it actually adjusted <laughs> it for based on yeah well, like i don't i don't think that's a thing anymore i think they're all just minus 120 but most of them are at 20 30 40 rather than 10 20 30 which is where you should be for six six and a half seven 10 20 30 so minus 130 on that hunt around ask around i'm sure you can find something if you look long enough and uh, that leaves us with football we got a price picks promo. I haven't put an entry together. I'm I'm strictly a hockey price picks guy now because that's what I went at hockey and disc golf. But uh, <laughs> there is a nice a nice promo for tomorrow. Tampa will be taking on Philly. Obviously, we saw even with Gronk out that Tampa offense is pretty uh, efficient and lethal. And this is uh, any new users who have not used Price Picks yet can sign up using Betsperts NFL promo code. You get the deposit match up to 100 bucks, which is nice. That's a free hundred dollars. But also, you get another 25 bucks if and when Tom Brady completes a pass. So you need over 0.5 passes completed to any of those tight ends, wide receivers, running backs, or honestly, I guess Anybody. to himself. It could be it could be deflected off a lineman, and he could catch it himself. That would count. That's all you need. Twenty five cool. free There's bucks. An extra for you. bonus. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put an entry together tomorrow. I thought I was on to something. Uh, Jonathan, uh, it was Jonathan Taylor and Sammy Watkins, and Jonathan Taylor went under his total when he ran negative four yards on his last touch, and Sammy Watkins got hurt. So I I feel like the process was sound. The results were bad. At least you combined two bummers together. You worked two out at once. It was it was a lot of bummer at once. So, yeah, and well, yeah, once Watkins was out, it was dead. He wasn't coming back in. So, if you have any questions, you can obviously DM me. DM Betsperts. Price Picks is our official DFS sponsor. And with that, Alex, let's call it a day. We'll see you tomorrow. Indeed.